Uh, and welcome to the South Road Boys. Welcoming everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. I'm feeling very welcoming today. Are you? Yeah. Why? I don't really know. <laughs> Just feeling welcoming. <laughs> you can get it. Maybe it's because I, I did the campy thing. I got back to the camping over the weekend. Fucking, I saw your setup. It's a bit more than fucking camping, my son. That's a full, you know, I reckon you could hire that as a B&B. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite that fancy. It's um, it's all right though. Eh? Imagine that. I reckon actually there could be money in that. You go. I want to go camping, but I can't be asked doing all the setting up stuff and buying all the equipment. So you just hire it out for one hundred and fifty dollars a night. Yep. And people rock up to your site and fantastic. It's a great idea. Um, you- I I do think we need to work on the brand a little bit though. So I think um B and B. The camp version. Yeah. It might get taken a different way to what people think. Yeah, true. <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> it's not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know there's people who, who do pop-up yurts and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I think they get a bit more, not five-star service, but they get someone who will prepare their meals for oh, them yeah, and things like that. It's a little bit more fancy. A bit more fancy. I'm talking... Yeah. The lower, I'm, I'm talking the budget ibis version, budget of, glam, version of, of glamping, of glamping, <laughs> where you've got a swag, um, a preloaded tablet with yep. you know a movie or two on it, mm-hmm. um, a vehicle that the person can use to just you know ferret around the local area. Yeah, um, campfires are already built. There's supplies there, Esky. Yeah, esky, bit of an awning, so you got a bit of shade cover or a bit if there's a little bit of drizz. Yeah, perfect. You're out of the rain. Yeah, well, maybe you can make some bang for your buck out of that. But it worked all right. You said there was a few little additions to last time. I got a couple of little mesh mats. I saw your mesh mats. Yeah. And I'll bl- tell you what, um, game changer. They are a game changer. Are they now? Yeah, they really are. Because I did, believe it or not, zoom in on one of your photos because I know how the swag's put up going. How did he peg that in? Yeah, so here's the Straight thing. Straight through the mesh mat. No, don't actually peg it. You just peg the Shut you peg the, the two door. guy the ropes at the side. Yeah. Or the ends. The ends, yes. Yep. And uh, which helps you stretch the swag out. Uh-huh. And that's it. But what happened? I suppose your body weight's enough to stop it from yeah. whooshing away. It just just stays. Just stays. I mean, essentially, those little oh, people don't know my swag setup. Only you do. But the big the, king daddy. The, the where the um the end poles the. The, also the, the loping arch. poles, the arching poles, they nearly pushed through the mesh anyway. Mm. Um, but no, it worked really well. And also added a new self-inflatable 100mm mattress to the swag as How well. How was that? It wasn't bad. Wasn't it? Definitely better. Mm. Way more comfortable. Would you go the sheepskin rug as well? Didn't go the sheepskin rug. No. A few extra cushions? No, just um, the normal pillows, the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, just kick back in bliss. Excellent. That was good. Looked like some was, good weather as well. But actually, yeah, it was looking worrying during the week. Yes. Because we did have a bit of rain around the state on Friday. It was a bit. There was road warnings. There were weather warnings. There were Apparently, there were satellites falling from the sky. <laughs> it was it Armageddon. Was, it was drastic. Uh, and I'm thinking, you know what? I'm looking at the weather on the app because you got to trust the app. Do you? The app will never lead you the wrong path. Uh, never. Okay. Yeah, the app's great. And I'm looking, I think it's not going to rain. Yeah. Um, there, in that one place that I went to, Baker's Beach. Yes. Everywhere else, go Smith and Way to where Black River is. Mm. Uh, there was going to be you know, about eight mil of rain that morning mm-hmm. on the Saturday. Because I waited till the Saturday to go. Wait till the rain's gone. Mm. Go Good on idea. the Saturday. Then you're right to go. And I thought, you know what? If it's meant to be a little bit rainy here, maybe the East Coast. Could Perfect. be nice. It's a long weekend. Look at the East Coast. They've got 10 to 15 mil of rain every day. And a thousand people there. Yeah. So what? So no, didn't do that either. Mm. Looked at the west coast, even. Oh, that was not good. No, no, no. The pterodactyls had gone for cover. <laughs> it was that wet. <laughs> so uh, Baker's Beach apparently was the only place I believe in Tasmania that was getting no rain, rain on the Saturday. So I went, that's my spot. Excellent. That's my jam. And it was good. Oh, excellent. I hadn't been there since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I must admit that I drove in because there's an awesome visitor centre and everything of the Parks and Wildlife Service uh, man. Mm-hmm. And they've got a great setup. They really do. But there's a huge big open plain near there. And I've looked out in this open plain and there's three or four rue out there. And then oh. I'm just standing there having a munch of grass looking over. They're lazed back like they're on a couch. Oh, I love the legs, lo- the legs, rue rays. Yeah, legs are just kind of lying out there. Yep, legs you know, are kimbo. You could basically see their arm was underneath their head. They were just <laughs> kicking back. 
but they were fucking huge. Really? Uh, I reckon if one of them had got up, I reckon he would have nearly been my height. Did you catch one? No, I didn't. No. Didn't go anywhere near him. I felt like, you know what? That's your area. <laughs> 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 I'm going to leave you there. <laughs> they were huge. Hmm. But over the whole weekend, they were just critters everywhere. And it must be free wall- snacks. Must be wallaby rooting season because there was they a few little it. ones in the pouches. Well, maybe they watched the weather app as well, and they worked out that's where the- <laughs> no rain. In- that's where we head. We'll go. Go that way. I did discover some things though. I've got to say mm. while, while we're on the camp, I was yes. going to mention the camp at some stage, but okay. we got to do it early. Why not? Camp it up early. I've noticed there are some segregated sort of not segregated particular groups. Yep. That go camping. Of course. Groups slash types yes. slash everything else. And I took a moment to actually jot them down while I was camping. Perfect. Can I? Uh, how many did you come up with? Um, I, I didn't try to overdo it, mm-hmm. um, but I've come up with six. I've got a couple. Right. See whether or not they're on your list. I, re- I reckon some will be. Your 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 lot, the lone camper? Uh no, I didn't actually have the lone camper. The lone camper, lone works. camper. Lone, it's true, though. That does work. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a person that can either be a bit like me, or I just like to get, get away, disconnect for a weekend and sure. get back and, you know, have a beer, cook some meat on the Weber. Perfect. You know, just nod at people as they go past, yep. play a little bit of music, and that's it. Perfect. It's great. Pat the critters if they've yeah. come close enough. You, Eat the critters if they've come close enough. You've got to have the family camper, which is yeah, a couple of kids. Yep. But they're, they're a quiet family camper. Like they're not no, so, no, so there's another group then. We're up to eight. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Well I'm talking I'm talking about the, the ones then I reckon you've probably picked out the boisterous ones where the family mum and dad have gone, Fuck, we're out in the wilderness. We have no responsibility for these children whatsoever and the kids are just knowing it. Pretty much that's um that would come under my camping type of the Bogan family. Ah, Le Bogan. The ones where it's just <laughs> fucking have riot. At it. How many fucking times have I told you cunts not to swear? That's, Is that the one? That's pretty much what it's like. Excellent. Uh, yep. I, uh, yep. I'm related and then you to the kids running around, running around, running around. They won't listen to mum and dad. Next thing you hear this, and then the kids crying. So it was on the ass. And it's like, told you. Told you. You're going to get a whack. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to have, I reckon you've got, have you got the grey nomads in there? Yeah, I've got the seniors. The seniors. The, the Merle and Ivans of the they, world. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Mum and Dad fall into this group, but there was one area there where there's a there's one area you can group book. Mm. Um, so everything else you can't book. The this oh, like a swingers area. party, like a swingers <laughs> party. Fuck me, it could have been. Um, We're up to nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but there would have been, I reckon, ten to a dozen big vans all parked in this area. Oh, I chuck the keys in the and van. They were like corralled in there. Yeah, and then. I've walked past because oh, they've circled the wagon. Pretty much. Yeah, so they've got the whole thing circled. Yes, big fire in the and middle. I've walked past in the middle to go to the to the toilets and they've got all their chairs. Mm-hmm. And I reckon, no word of a fucking lie, but I reckon there was 30 odd chairs. Did they all have their names on their chairs? They didn't, but I, I couldn't see that because I was still a little bit of a distance away. Sure, you didn't. I was, still, head I was on the casual glance. <laughs> oh, okay, over. yeah. But they were all in a circle too. Right, not, they're just cackling like hyenas. <laughs> I was, I thought there was a cauldron in the middle of it. Oh, okay. there was one woman that I could constantly hear cackling—a voice that would cut sheet would. metal. And I tell you what, there must have been some funny gags. She was laughing all the time. <laughs> that must have been a funny group. <laughs> Stand-up comics camping. But they had found their niche. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. you got your 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 Le Bogans. Yep. You've got your grey nomads. Yep. Uh, we didn't have the lone camper and we didn't have the happy family. No. Uh, oh, what about the sexy couple? Like oh, the, no, the, no, we haven't got the sexy couple. Well, not the sexy couple, but, yeah. you know, the, the the couple who are out there and they're the, all in the great outdoors and they're just going to fucking walk miles every day. And, oh, the, the, the fit. Yeah, the, the ones that you don't yeah. want to associate with. Exactly. You know, because you've got, well, I've got the opposite version of that. So they're the ones where they'll come along, they'll, come, they'll set up the camp. Mm. Then they've got hikes planned. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they've got their bikes. Yeah. They're going to ride fucking 20K today. Of course. Without even thinking about it. Before uh, breakfast. Yeah. And then have a kale smoothie. Exactly. And maybe even go for an afternoon run. 
Oh, fuck On the sand. On the sand. Just so they can take a couple of decent Insta photos. Ah, oh, the Insta. Oh. Insta campers. In, yep, Insta campers. They're, they're definitely. That's they're, exactly what they are, the Insta campers. Insta campers. They're the influencers of the camping Because if it didn't happen on Insta, it didn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the, I had the opposite version of that, Um, the overweight family. Oh, okay. The big fuck, fatty boombars. a lot of fat campers. Fat campers. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're not hiking anywhere. No. They come with their stuff, yes, and they set up their camp, mm-hmm. and they don't go nowhere. No, they're in. They sit the butt down. The beers open. The munchies are there. Yes, the fat kids. Yeah, they're not running far they're either. They're waddling around looking oh, for marshmallows. They're, they're, they're nearly rolling from place to place. And and dad's like a drunk wombat. Dad's half a slab in by lunch. Oh, without even thinking about it. Probably yeah. had nearly half a carton on the drive there. It's so funny though, because Dad gets there and he's but these ones. This blends with the Bogan groups too. The yeah, way. there's not they, always they know each other because you can get your fit Bogan groups. You can, mm. but I reckon this group's the group that gets there and and Dad's gone fucking right. Let's go camping, kids. Like we're fucking on, and get Sharon and they go out camping. He's sitting beside the fire, sink and piss. And Sharon's in and out of the caravan 15 times because she's running food here and, you know, she's got the bag of crisps and she's got the marshmallows and all yep. the food groups. And, <laughs> yep. and he goes, how's this, love? Give you a weekend off out of the kitchen. <laughs> can you can you whip us up tea? tea? Could see it, too. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, definitely. Yep. So you got those. Um, I did have kind of the hippie couple. Oh, okay. You know, you know the ones they're that are on a retreat. Along. Yeah, they just kind of cruise up, and they've got their maybe their combi. Oh, they're the ones that only you know, have tantric sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, you listening know, to sting. you might get a, a slight whiff of some smoke that you can't quite recognise. Incense. Yeah, it'd definitely be incense. Yeah, yeah definitely. So there's a bit of that. And, what time uh, did you say them 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 arrive? Four twenty. Four twenty. That's good. I like thank, that. Thank you. For those who don't know that one, just Google four twenty. Yeah. Um, please be over the HVD. Yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're wearing they're wearing hemp clothing. One of them or both may have dreadlocks. Yeah, and real cat, super cat. Hey like, man, like, what life are you is doing? just chilled. Like fucking, I love you know, just being out in nature. They've hung up a bit of string. They've got their clothes drying because they've washed it. You know, like in the river. In the definitely in the river. <laughs> like this down the Ganges somewhere. <laughs> Washer women. <laughs> And they don't even have a swag. They've just basically pulled up a tarp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true, though. It's yeah. just because you know, nothing's too much trouble for the hippie just couple. Sleep under the stars. I mean, hippie is probably a bit of a dated term now. It's because that, that free love and that, that easy going just sort of. Whatever, Trevor. Yeah. <laughs> his missus. Escaping the world. Yeah, I love it. You know, just chilling out. So there's those. Uh, we had the uh, the ones that have fucking everything. Oh, Jesus yes. fuck. They rock up with an 18-foot sort of Winnebago. And it's fucking insane. Three you look, trailers off the back. And you look through the door and you see that they've got the, uh, you know, all the, the espresso machine. And <laughs> yep. Um, they've also, there's a four-wheeler off the back as well. Maybe a, a jet quaddy. ski. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Um, clothesline. I saw two clotheslines when it I was there. It was hoist. They basically have a fucking camping clothesline. He's cemented it in. He's dug a hole, it's dug fucking, a trench. It's a weekend. Fucking wash it when you get home. Yeah, who takes washing away when <laughs> you can? I don't know. I mean, I get if you're going to go swimming, for instance, you might want to dry it up. But two things. It's fucking cold still. Yeah, it's still You're not tazzy. swimming yet. Yeah. And two, um, be like the hippie loving couple. Just put a string in the tree. Sure. And these people are rocking up and they've got a 60-inch LED 4K TV. <laughs> well, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Because the amount of fucking adaptions and shit you've got. Oh, I'm Running certain, a generator to I'm be able to power the, everything. The camping thing is uh, it must be the new competitive sport for, for people. Oh, okay. So, so we're going camping, but we're taking everything other than our house. Pretty much. And, and you've also got a situation where, you know what? That camp is four years old now. Oh, it's time to upgrade. The Jacksons down the road. Yeah. All five of them. Mm. There's, there's a new one. Mm, I like um, that joke, by the way. Thank, thank you. you. It's, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it looks exactly the same, but it's got three different USB plug sockets in there. Of course. So it's better. So we've got to get that one. Yeah. It's only another 14 grand. Easy. You know, it's quick upgrade. It's got the extra sockets. And the boat. The socket's right near the bed, so I can charge my phone without walking three feet. Exactly. And is the boat hanging off the back of the camper? Oh, definitely. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely. You've got to have that. Excellent. Yeah, so there's that one. Uh, and the other one that I base... Well, actually, sorry, that, that turned into the same thing because of the ones that need everything. And then it came out, the competitive campers. The competitive the campers, one. yep. The ones that just, you know, we've got to beat the neighbours. Mm. We've just got to have the best. Mm. What about what about the, the, the three blokes on a lad's weekend? <laughs> <laughs> that that they told the missus the piss drink campers. Well, I've got to, I've got to work this weekend, and they've really just gone to a <laughs> camping site just to sink stinnies all weekend. <laughs> just uh, finally get away from it all. Yeah, look, I'm sitting there there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it does crack me up just because you're there by yourself. You listen to what you know. People are wandering around, mm. and whenever it wanders around too, because it's like a big loop at Baker's Point. Right, um, like you go around. It's a, just a gravel road, mm-hmm. and you go around and it meets back up where you started. So it's nice and easy to just wander do and the go loop. for a walk. Go for a walk. Um, so you do that, and you'll just check out everyone's kind of stuff. But yep. I found it's like being at the zoo <laughs> because you're walking the trail. Don't feed the animals, and you're just looking at all the different habitats, yeah, and enclosures. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, that's a good valve pop up thing. That's pretty cool." You stop there and have a bit of a look. And then he might go, oh, she's a bit cute. Yeah, okay, yeah. better not be creepy. Keep moving on. Okay, we're moving. Yeah, just keep I'll circle on. back around there in 15 minutes. <laughs> so, you know, I found it was very When zoo-y. are you doing your laundry again? <laughs> just zoo-ish. asking for a mate. Yeah, very zooish though. You, and everyone else need... does the same thing, though. Because yep. everyone else, when they walk around, they, they're just peeking in the different campsites and seeing what everyone's got. And... Anyone comment on the swag? Go on, um, nice setup. No, because my setup, was I picked it on purpose because... It wasn't right near the road. Like, it, it's only one campsite in my spot, um, but it was probably about 10 metres off the road. Okay. So you weren't kind of, you know, a couple of feet away from people wandering past. You weren't showboating. No. But what does happen, though, is you will get the ones that water pass, uh, the walk passing his car. G'day, mate. Oh. Or, or you'll get the nod. They're like, you love a good nod when you camp. Yes. Because it's about, it's one of those weird things. You can't be on the zoo tour. Mm-hmm. And look at all the animals. Yep. Without showing some recognition to the animal. Okay, yeah, like taking a photo. Yeah. So Only, <laughs> that would be a little bit weird on the camping that zoo. That would be slightly weird. The camping but, zoo. But just the, the nod or the, the, the little uplift of the head. So know? how do you start, you know, what would be your opening line to maybe engage with one of these groups and say, want to come over for, a, you know, something on the Weber? <laughs> Where you were going with that for a minute? Well, you know, just make some new friends. You obviously well, have one thing in common. Exactly right, yeah. But I mean, I mean that'd be the obvious ones, wouldn't they? I yep. mean, for instance, you could do the um, nice setup, mate. Nice rig. That works. Yeah. Starts a conversation. And double entendre, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Covers everything. Yeah, exactly. So, Depending you know, on the answer, you, you might find yourself sharing a swag. Get a tent buddy. <laughs> Did you put the 10 buddy sign up? No, I didn't. 10 buddy required? I didn't do that. (laughs) Inquire within? Just just put it on the front gate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But no, there'd be the ways you could do that. Or you could walk past, say, ah, so you got a Weber. Yeah. The Weber appreciation group is worldwide. Oh, is it? Oh, you you mentioned the Weber. That gets a conversation rolling. What are you cooking on your Weber? You smoking? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Grilling any fish? Do you reckon there's like some sort of underlying code because I think I think there was a couple that I read uh, that went on a retreat like or to a holiday thing yeah and they I look I'm going to make something up because I think it's true but I've can I just point out before you do that everything else that we talk about in every episode prior to this is actually correct completely factual yeah yeah research within an inch of its life we have lawyers that check that shit yeah so this, however, may not as be as stringently combed through as I would want it to be. Anyway, there's this couple's rocked up and they're wearing sort of matching outfits, but it's just a similar print. And they were curious to why other couples were coming up and having a chat to them. Mm-hmm. Being very, very friendly and very, very familiar. Friendly people. Yeah, but there's friendly. Campers are like that. There's friendly and then there's familiar. And uh, they took a photo of themselves and uploaded it to the socials. Yeah. And one of their friends went and they said, don't know why, but we're getting a lot of attention from a lot of other couples. Because campers are friendly. And apparently- Super friendly. Apparently, if you uh, are part of the swingers group Mm -hmm. or that that set, uh, 
I believe living the lifestyle. Living the lifestyle. If you have a pineapple print, but the pineapples are I've upside heard the pineapple story before. But the pineapples are upside down. That means we're in in look in searching for. I'd heard about pineapples, but mm. I didn't know what it was. I'd heard something Apparently about a pineapple. Apparently, that's code for we're swingers and uh, we're ready to mingle. Not single and ready to mingle. Okay. So, Upside down pineapple. Uh, allegedly. Once again. I could come up with that. Well, what else are you going to do? Wear, wear a sign on you saying we're swingers and we want to screw other people? <laughs> Probably not appropriate. But imagine who would, imagine starting something like that. Yeah. Like one person started that. But you know what? We need a. A signal. We a need signal. a sign. We can't put a bat signal up. No, we that's can't do that. Um, it only yeah, works at yeah, night. It's just, it goes up into the sky and it's just a swing going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't work. doesn't work. So we need to do something that people will they'll remember. Mm. And Darren and goes. Subtle. Yeah, and Darren goes, why don't we have an upside down pineapple? Fucking great and idea, Beryl's, Darren. Beryl's going, fucking yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've got some pineapple print at home. So, I'll whip you up a sarong and we'll be on. So the, how do you then, because I'm assuming this isn't just a recent thing, this is, goes back a bit. <laughs> mm. How do you then let other people know about the pineapple <coughs> without telling them that we're swingers? Well, I think when you when you go to your swingers club, you know, there's groups and I think it's a bit like Rotary, you know. <laughs> I never look at Rotary the same way again. Oh. Apex, whatever. Mm. Um, you know, you, you have the conversation of, oh, you know, how do you meet new people? And Daryl goes, well, we've got a thing with our group that if someone's wearing an upside-down pineapple print, that's a bit of code. And they go, fucking, that's a great idea. We'll start adopting that as well. I think it's the same as there is an urban legend that gentlemen who are seeking the company of other gentlemen for a brief encounter. You are a wise one of information. <laughs> well, I've read George Michael's autobiography. <laughs> um, if they're wishing an encounter with another gentleman in a public place, maybe a, a a bathroom, they might, you know, subtly tap their feet under the stalls. <laughs> Just a foot tap. Yeah, you know, a couple of taps under the... F- and that's, really? that's code for... Operation Get It On. Code OOH. I'm going to be very wary now, never to tap my feet. Yeah, don't be listening to the tunes on your iPhone. <laughs> you can say, you got the beats on. In, tapping away. Tapping away. Suddenly you got people putting their head over the All cubicle. Sudden, you walk out and there's 15 guys there, butt naked, going, so, We heard the tapping. Someone's got a hole, so I put a hole in the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> BYO I Glory. Hole. Something about Glory. I <laughs> and her name was G. Anyway, fucking whatever. <laughs> you just, yeah, count the fuck down. Count the fuck down. Jesus so I was wondering whether or not you, you knew of anything within the camping set that kind of said, you know, no, I'm no. up for making more than just friends. Not really. It's interesting, though, because I do tend to find that, and this may be just me, because I'm normally pretty social, but I'll chat to people. I'll, if I'm at the pub, Troy, have a chat. Day, I, I enjoy that. Hmm. Um, I'm certainly not an introvert in that regard. But your job is also having conversations who with people you don't know very well and yeah, and true. engaging them, getting a bit of information yeah. out of them so you can carry on a conversation and start building a relationship. So essentially it's part of me. Yeah. Um, but when I go away camping, my mm. whole routine normally is just chill. And shut the fuck up. So I'm not really going and wanting to chat to people. Not that I mind that, but I'm not going <sighs> searching for it. So I don't know. I might be missing the signs. Could it have something to do with the clothesline? Oh, shit. I did see two of them. Two clotheslines, and you saw the string up for the hippies. Maybe what it is, it's not the type of clothesline. It's what you're hanging on there. So if you've got bathers and towels, that's normal, that's standard. But if you've got a dinner jacket... <laughs> a fucking dinner jacket. Imagine walk around, walk around the zoo. Yes, checking out all the enclosures. Yes, and it's like, who the fuck could bring a dinner jacket to a camping site? You're fucking idiots. And you, you just walk on, on, and you're like, you fuck. And you even looking back over your shoulder, what the fuck would they have had a jacket for? And then all of a sudden, you see three other couples walking in, going, "I've seen the dinner jacket." <laughs> and then you're thinking, why the fuck are they having? Dinner when they're camping, like there you go. Oh, 
Jesus. So may, maybe your dinner jacket's probably a bit out of the norm, but maybe it could be but something else. But it works, else. though, because it's something as Maybe it's just as, as subtle as underwear. Because most mm. people would wash the bathers, but maybe not True, but maybe not act- the tidy whities You could whities. accidentally do that, though. So- well, then people would come up and say, so you're doing your washing? Yeah, mate. And then you know that they've accidentally done it. <laughs> yeah. But if they go- Yes. Are uh, you doing yours yeah. as well? Would you like to put a load on? Yeah. And, and if it works out, the energy isn't there. That's when you have what they call a couple's retreat. Exactly. <laughs> Run away! <laughs> <laughs> and maybe what's... Hold! <laughs> anyway. Well, ma- look, maybe that's a thing you could try on your next camping adventure. Oh, shit. Okay. If, okay. You've gone up to the circle of wagons. Yep, the circle of wagons. The circle of wow. wagons. It really sounds like a bloody John Cleese film or something. <laughs> Welcome to the circle of wagons. But maybe maybe what it is, is they all sit around in the circle and they put the keys to the motorhome in a bowl. And that's that's which motorhome do you end up in that night? I tell you what, mate, that's a, that's a brave bowl to put your hand into, isn't it? <laughs> but they're all of the same set. Oh, no, I, I get that. And if you've got a bit of a gilf but, thing going on. Oh, a gilf. <laughs> I'd say a golfer I'd like to. <laughs> a granny I'd like to, or a grandfather. Oh. You know, maybe, a, I don't actually, know. That's a good one, though, because gilf works for both sexes. Yeah. So you normally It's have, non-gender specific. you've got, normally you've got a milf, and then you've got a dilf. Yes. Uh, and then you've got a gilf. Yeah. Grandmother, grandfather, you'd like to yeah. finagle. Yeah. Next time you're camping, I reckon you just do just a quick survey. <laughs> Does anyone know of any secret code that someone might, you know, hang something at the end of the clothesline or something on the swag that says, oh, I'm up for a bit of company this evening? And if they say yes, well, then one, you've, you've met some new people <laughs> that might be considerably more interesting than what you thought. And if they say no, you just go, no, didn't think so either. And move on. And they'll go, what a weird young lad. <laughs> For a start, love the fact that you threw young in. Yeah. <laughs> but these could be seniors we're talking about, but not necessarily. No. You know, so, oh, wowzers. In your trousers. <laughs> the only other couple of things that I did notice when I was there, because um, once again, because I'm there by myself, you overhear little conversations happening, people mm. walking up the street or the, the road, yes. walking around the zoo. <laughs> Um, et cetera, et cetera, you know. There'll be, say, people down for <laughs> The a sound fish. of thongs in the distance. That's <laughs> 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 called the flopping. The flopping. <laughs> <laughs> so, but for instance, I went for a walk down the beach, just wandering around, and there happened to be... Um, when you... F- oh, actually, no. Why the fuck am I going to ask you that? But anyway. No, go on. When you're fishing... Yes, I've done that. Yeah, I know you have. And I've caught fish. Yeah, you have now. Yeah, so... Yeah. Fucking um, carry on. Don't but- even start. <laughs> Don't. There was Don't about, be that guy. About half a dozen people down on the beach mm-hmm. having a fish. Yeah. Nice big kind of... wouldn't just say it was a surf rod, but bigger than a, a normal rod. Um, so when you're going to get a fish in a scenario like that, mm-hmm. are you wanting the tide going in or out? I actually don't remember because it's been that long since I've most fished people in the fish sea. on the high tide. Right, most people so we'll, fish so on we'll the high fish tide. So we're fishing kind of on the turn. Yeah, fish, or as we're reaching high tide. Well, they say when we're fishing in the river mouth near where I live, uh, generally they say an hour before and an hour after high tides when most of the fishes will be in that vicinity. Okay, and I would only imagine that perhaps the ocean. Would be the same. Right. That, so you know. But they're, they're in a fish. Yep. And perfect. I'm just watching. Perfectly I'm, I'm acceptable, just... though, to walk past, have a look in their bucket and go, hang on. Well, well, this is the thing. So I actually heard someone go past mm. and he couldn't go past any of them no. without going, they biting, mate? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I heard him say it about three times. Of course. I'm assuming when he got further down the beach. He also said it to the other people that were fishing. You have too. to. It's it's a law. Well, apparently this must be the case. It is because someone else wandered past and Did he the asked exact same a very thing. similar question. Yeah, it's like men... except his was kind of oh, you catch many? Yeah, or what's biting? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's like men. There are very few men on this earth when they are putting something on a trailer or the back of the ute. Will use rope or a, a ratchet strap to tie something down. Mm-hmm. Are unable. To walk away without saying, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's true. Same as, 
it's impossible yes. for any Australian man. And I've heard rumours that some Canadians and Americans also fall into this category. Mm. It's impossible to bet the barbecue, pick mm. up the tongs, and not click them a couple of times before you use them. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You've got to do it. Like castanets, really? Because you've got to make really? sure they work. Yeah, it's like... I'm going to make sure if, you went, if you've got your tongs... Yes. And you went to flip Straight your for the sausage. over or your sausage... And you went to squeeze them, they don't squeeze, they don't grab anything. Oh, fuck, because you haven't pulled the little thing out. how embarrassing that would be. Totes embarrassment. Hand in your man card. And the other one that I did hear a couple of times um, as I was packing up and people driving out with their Mm. super fucking duper vans and shit was there'd be someone walking along the the zoo trail Mm. and they'd have the window down and the car going past, dragging the caravan along. (laughs) <laughs> dragging the caravan <laughs> and they've forgotten to take the brakes off <laughs> and um, and they kind of stop and have a bit of a chat maybe he's done the you know g'day mate you're heading off yep and they'd always say a very similar thing he's heard this twice too yep worst bit's always packing up <laughs> <laughs> like they just must be key phrases yeah. that you have to use when you caravan it's ingrained in your DNA yeah, yeah. So, but that's not going anywhere no no I think it's been around for a while yep <laughs> yeah, so so that was a camping experience. Many critters. Though. I was very impressed by the critters. Awesome. Yeah, because I do love a, a critter. Awesome. Mm. Well, I had one for you. Now, this leads us into a segment that we haven't had for a while, uh, so I will play the entrance music. The entrance music? It sounds very official, doesn't it? Yeah. Is there a dinner jacket hanging up anywhere? <laughs> Possibly. Anyway, here it is. Right. Celebrity Deadpool News! That's right, roadies. We have a celebrity Deadpool news update. Now, before we talk about the said celebrity who has passed, uh, my interesting story about it was that I had a performance of Alo Alo, which, as you've been following this podcast, you know that I'm treading the boards. Hmm. A roadie was present at this particular performance. Yep. Um, And I'd finished the show and I'd walked out to, to meet the great unwashed. As you do. <laughs> All the peasants. The peasants. And oh, they're filthy. They are. They really are. And this particular roadie greeted me and said wonderful, lovely things, as as I, I'd hoped that they would, um, and said, did you hear Bert Newton had died? And I went, no. And she goes, oh, I better check my list. <laughs> <laughs> Went straight to Celebrity Deadpool. So um, so for those who, we should probably cap on a little bit about what Celebrity Deadpool is. Yeah, it's been a while. So there's a few, because there hasn't been any real, I mean, there's been celebrity deaths. Yes. But none that are on our list, which is ridiculous, because we've got about Stupid. 400 of them. That's ridiculous. So the way it works is, um, without going into the full-on history, uh, we've got people that jumped on board with us to play a game called Celebrity Deadpool, in which we pick celebrities um, that over a period of 12 months, yes. we think might die. Yeah. Um, and the people that gets the, um, it's not the most deaths anymore. We changed the rules. But, <laughs> to try and um, make sure that I couldn't win again. Yeah, basically uh, you get points. So if they're, yes. um, if they're 71, yes. you get the points from there to 100. Yes. So you'll get 29 points. Perfect. Look at that math. Look at you. Yeah. So, you know, if, if Justin Bieber died, you're doing <laughs> really well. <laughs> and everyone around the world is happy. And you get points. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it works. So the person with the most points at the end of the year uh Wins a little medallion that says they're amazing. Correct. Now, the first year winner was Sir Bradley Von Rock. Mm-hmm. The next year, I came home with the chocolates you because did? I picked a lot of fucking old people. Yep. And then we um, changed the rules. Then we so changed the rules. Again. So instead of it was in the first two years, it was just number of deaths. Yeah. And then we've changed it to you get a, a point per year. They are under 100. Yep. So this particular death is Moonface himself. Yeah, it's a um, big one. A very, very big one. It's interesting before, because I know you're going to go through the few of the stats. Oh, I'm going to try. I haven't yeah. done enough uh, I've, I've research. got a little bit of stuff in front of me too, but I think there's some cool things to discuss yeah. about Bert. But he's one of those people that I remember was part of my upbringing when it comes to television. Mm. But it's really funny though. Um, if someone tried to name, say, three or four shows he'd been on without yes. me looking online, I probably wouldn't have named three. I would not have named three. Oh, I would have. Because I just remember him being on so much and being around so much. Oh, you could not pick a, a TV show during the 60s, 70s and 80s that Burt Newton obviously was not on at mm. some point. And certainly not... It's huge. Also the being... 60s, the, he wouldn't have been on the 60s, would he? Oh, I think so. Uh, when did he start his career? Um... Uh, Newton started his career in radio broadcasting as a primary announcer before becoming a star and fixture in Australian television since its inception in 1956. For fuck's sake. So he was on 
television when it started. Early television career. Because that's not his inception career. That's the inception of television. Correct. Early television. <laughs> Newton began his television career in 1957. Wow, fuck. In Melbourne's uh, HSV7, hosting The Late Show for several years. Um, and that went from 57 to 59. And then I think went to Channel 9 and became In Melbourne Tonight. Which is music and comedy and all that kind yeah. of stuff. He was he was certainly when we used to have love variety show style television. Uh, exactly, he, he was the king that I remember of that. And for those people who are playing, we don't at have home, as much of that now. We have reality TV that's kind of taken that mantle. Yeah, but for bit. those people who are in the Americas, it's very much like the Jimmy Fallon, yeah, the uh, Tonight Show sort Tonight of Tonight Show, Dave Letterman, yep. all that kind of stuff, where you've got a couple of music acts, a couple of interviews. Only in Australia, we kind of also did. Um, you know, a bit of stand-up comedy, or I think he didn't. He also do like a like an Alan style show, like a midday show, or was that just Ray Martin that did? No, that? it possibly was. But you know, he he stood alongside the greats of like Graham Kennedy, Don Lane. Um, now here's the thing, though, he had a, a, an order of um Australia, so which is a fucking big medal to win anyway, and he also had an MBE. So, uh, most excellent order of the British Empire. Like, people loved him. He just, yeah, he was around. He was everywhere. He really was. Four gold Logies, which is insane. And for Australia, for those people who are playing at home in the Americas, a gold Logie is um, like an Emmy. Yep. He won four of those, and I think he hosted 500 Logies. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about- They're a thing. There's a thing that I remember. Oh. I mean, Bert Newton got called Moonface for many different reasons and all that kind of stuff. He hosted New Faces, which was probably his most famous show. Yeah, that went for about a decade. It did. But do you know some of the people Talent who, shows. Talent show. And that's all it was. It was mm. a talent show. I'm going to give you some of the names of people who started their career uh-huh. on New Faces. Okay, righto. Daryl Can I just, before Summers. you jump into that one, okay, that's a weird coincidence. Because was Red Faces a, a Hey Hat Saturday version of New Faces? Basically, that's what it was. That's exactly. <laughs> and Daryl started on that. Correct. Oh, that's so spectacular. In 1969, he was a heat winner and runner-up. Uh, sorry, in 1970, he was a grand finalist. Sorry, that was my bad. Um, who else have we got? Shane Bourne, Australian comedian. A comedian. I've heard that name for a long time. Yeah, 1972. Cole Elliott, grand final Jesus. winner in 1972. Little bloke you may have heard of, Paul Hogan, in 1973. Bullshit, really? I shit you not. Um, who else? Oh, you might know this bloke, plays a guitar, Keith Urban, was a contestant in 1983. <laughs> oh, that's right. He went on as a kid. Went on as a kid. Yep. And someone who got offered a record deal on live TV auditions in 1990. John Farnham. Peter Andre. Peter Andre. Oh, fuck, Mysterious really? girl, give your body next there to mine. So, I mean, fuck me. I mean, that, that show itself lend itself to quite a lot of big names. But Bert Newton, for me, the most famous thing, throughout his TV career, he had this phrase of, I like the boy. So someone would come on and he'd be really yep. friendly and I like the boy. Unfortunately, he did that during the Logies one year. And when he did it during the Logies, the international guest was the uh, Muhammad Ali himself, Mm. Cassius Clay. Now, in Australia, the word boy really hadn't been, to my knowledge, being a white cisgendered male, um, hadn't been used colloquially as a derogatory term for people of colour. It may have been... But that wasn't in my world. I've no. always known it as it did, and, can, I, and I actually don't remember it ever being the case in Australia. No, and I often, even my uh, my uncle used to call me boy. Um, I call my son boy. Like mm. it's it's not seen from my perspective as a derogatory term. That's not the case in the Americas. It was certainly used as a racial slur and very derogatory towards yeah, people was, of was, colour. It was towards it was to do with um, slavery, I believe. Slavery and stuff yeah. like that. So it was certainly, but Bert had no concept of this. So out comes Muhammad Ali. They have the bit of the interview, and then Bert delivers his his key catchphrase. Oh, I like the boy, 
And Muhammad Ali's going, you, what? You like Roy? <laughs> and then he's, no, I like the boy. He's doubled down with it. <laughs> and I think we went off air um, as people had to calm down the heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> good fight. From pretty much yeah, ending yeah, Bert Newton mm. then and there in the early 70s. Um, and Bert's response was complete and utter anguish of how he'd inadvertently really just... Anyway, so there's a lovely photo of um, Muhammad Ali and, and Bert later on after they'd calmed everything down and they were like, no, this is what it means in Australia and there yep. was nothing untoward and please don't take this this way. But I could only imagine the backpedaling yeah. that that would have taken. Please don't kill Bert. Please don't <laughs> kill Bert. He's a fucking national treasure. <laughs> he did a lot of steak stuff too, though. I was just looking at that. Oh. I knew he had. Well, he he played, done heaps. He'd been in Wizard of Oz, Beauty and the Beast, he Sound played, of Music. Was it the Teapot? The Horror Show. The Teapot or The Clock? I think it was The Clock. I think it was The Clock. The Clock yeah. in Beauty and the Beast. So he just, um, here's the thing, though, that I didn't know. Mm. It doesn't surprise me because he's done freaking everything. Well, he's had a career that's 60 years. Yeah, so he's got a, he did a studio album. Oh. The Burton Patty family album. Fuck, Patty was a big singer. I think yeah. she was on New Faces. Uh, I think that's where he found her. On the casting couch. Uh, 1977, that came out. 1977. Yeah, um, my wife was born. Didn't release any other albums. <laughs> that was that was it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there was a couple of singles. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. What are you so going to do? So, Bert. Bert Newton. So, look, um, I would personally like to thank Bert for uh, for giving Deadpool back to us. Yeah, well done, Bert. Keep <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. People keep saying, oh, "How's Deadpool going?" So well, the wrong people are fucking dying. Yeah, it really is the wrong people. And then, who you are know dying. what? Trust Bert Newton to come up with the the bloody the cookies and yeah. the goods and the chocolates and just go. You know what, boys? Yeah, I'm going to do it for the South Road boys. Well done. Um, because he likes the boys. Well done. He does. Yeah. He likes the boys. <laughs> I like the boys. If only we could have got him saying it. Anyway, so. Too late now, you reckon? Yeah, probably a bit late. I know. I um, but, Bert, you will be missed from our screens. I mean, you haven't been on them for a little while, but you certainly have been a a force to be reckoned in Australian television, and it's probably going to be a little bit quieter now that you're no longer part of it. Oh, here we go. 93. Yeah. He was a gambler. I didn't know that. As in. Gambling addiction. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're going down the dark um, holes yeah. of Bert Newton. In 93, a gambling problem led Newton to near bankruptcy oh, and shit. a $1 million debt. In 93? 93. Do you think then it was a good idea to put him on August 14th, 2012 on Millionaire Hot Seat? <laughs> <laughs> Where he won $5,000 for the ki- the charity Sids for Kids? <sighs> And he was a million-dollar wheel of fortune in 2008. Fuck, they really were really sensitive of that, weren't they? He, I'll tell you what, though. He, he, so, I'm just looking, so he had a toe infection in 2020. Yeah, he lost his leg just recently. Yeah, he lost year, his leg. Um, and then obviously died this year. So he obviously just went, unfortunately, downhill. It's mm. because he only had one leg and he fell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Too soon? Too soon. <laughs> right, too soon. Mm. Mind you, speaking of too soon... Look, this is not my story to tell, but I don't think anyone who's listening to this show is going to be concerned by it. I was having a conversation with uh, a person and we were talking, because the the play that I'm in is set during World War II. Yep. In German-occupied France. And the person I was talking to, I believe, is from Yugoslavian background. Mm-hmm. And Yugoslavia was in an awkward spot during the war, sort of occupied a little bit. And It was also bizarre, too, because it, it wasn't spelt correctly. <laughs> you know, I mean, that was a big issue back then. It's it like, really you know was. what? We're going to try and conquer countries that we can spell that have shit spelling. Yeah. <laughs> like, just take make them it over. phonetic. Like, yeah. just perfect. Fuck. Anyway, so this person. His father was enlisted at age 15 into the war. And he got told, you can be on this side and we'll shoot you. Or you can be on this side and you can be part of our junior army. Like scouts. Like scouts. So he was part of the German scout movement. Awesome. (laughs) So there's actually a photo of him in a German scout's outfit. Oh, Brilliant. At 15. So he never saw- well, That would have been a, a great little group. Exactly. So it was in the 40s. He never saw any action, didn't kill anyone. 
Um, but many years later, he escaped from a country he can't spell and moved to Australia. He thought it was Austria, but they ended up in Australia. <laughs> it's only a couple of letters. Had a couple of kids. And one of those kids uh, was on a school trip, so sometime in the, I think, the 70s. And the teacher said, you know, we're here at the War Memorial and we're remembering all the the men and women who died for our country. Did anyone hear parents or, or grandparents serve in the war? And this kid puts his hand up. Yes. Oh, where did your, where did your dad? Oh, well, my dad served with the German army. <laughs> Apparently that's quite deafening at the War Is Memorial. <laughs> But funny enough, the, this there wasn't teacher, a rousing applause. There was not, but no. I don't know the name of this teacher. But props to him, because he decided that the very next day, which was Remembrance Day, to get that child to lay the wreath at the War Memorial. How fucking woke that's, is that in the seventies in Tasmania? Impressive. That's very impressive because it is just remembering the men and women who gave their lives during the war. That's right. And also, I mean, this is what people don't kind of get. I mean, the Nazi, the movement, Mm. the scout movement. The German scout movement. (laughs) Um, Look, it it wasn't the nicest group to be involved in. It wasn't all volunteers. But (laughs) here's the thing, though. That's exactly right. It wasn't a case of where people said, you know what? I'm going to vote kind of Labour or Liberal. Mm. And you make a choice. It's do this or we're probably going to shoot you. Well, that was apparently the option the father was given. So there were a lot of people that would have been in the German army, or as we call it, the scout movement. The German scouts. Um, that really didn't want to be there, but didn't have a choice. I think you two did an album, Achtung Scouting. Achtung <laughs> Scouting. Um, so, you know, there's there's that side of it as well. Like mm. It's a little bit like, I mean, there's stories of, I don't know, it might have been World War One even, mm. where they would actually fight for a certain amount of time. And then they'd have a period where they wouldn't actually fight. Mm. And then some of them would actually meet each other. Play football. And all the rest of it, yeah. You so know, if you watch... it's like, this is the time when we're not killing each other. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's the classic story of, you know, it was Christmas time and they just, they downed tools and played a bit of soccer and yeah. so shed, kind of, shed cig- cigarettes. Yeah, and That kind of stuff, I think, is amazing because mm. what it actually shows, it doesn't matter what side you're on, you're all the same people. You all bleed the same. Mm. Mm. So. Speaking of what happens in schools. Oh, Joe Mather. There's, there's not long to go. There's not. And we are now in Movember. Oh, the school diary. The school diary. Look at, it. Look at that piece of heaven over there, that slice of just gloriousness. So because we are in the very first week of November, um, we get a quiz. Oh, love it. Uh, which is good because there's not a lot going on in the first week of October, uh, November anyway. For those who actually don't listen to the show regularly and have jumped on now, something we've done every single week this year yeah, because... is go back to Joe's 1990 school diary and mm. see what happened that week. And it's really one of the most riveting and exciting things that we do every And we week. are on the hunt out for someone's <laughs> 1991s school diary. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yep. Rob. Have you finished who, the diary at all? Do you know who <laughs> Andrew McCarthy, McCarthy is? Andrew McCarthy? Yes. Um, no, he sounds like he'd be a boy band person. Let me something. show you a picture. Jesus. Um, nope, still don't know. Me neither. Right That's on. the character in the start of November. Right so if you want to Google up who uh, Andrew Mc, McCarthy is, I will run through the school know. quiz. I love that you don't know either. Yeah, so this one's not in my handwriting. Uh, quote of the month, Anne's birthday ah. is on the 11th. That's a Sunday. Uh, he's actually a a serial killer or a shooter because he's got three names. Uh, Andrew Thomas McCarthy. Yes, <laughs> Thompson Twins. Um, he's an American actor. Yes. But he was in um, Sonoma's Fire and Pretty in Pink and Less Than Zero. He was in that Brat Pack. Oh, that okay. little crew. So yeah, 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 he's okay. recognisable once you... Standing next to Johnny Depp. Hmm. Um. Last book you read that wasn't in the English curriculum? Um, Favourite lollies? Jelly Babies. This is Anne's writing, by the way. Jelly Babies. Doctor Who. Mm. Uh, do you believe in God? Who? And then someone else has written Bon Jovi. I think, once again, Sean had access to my diary. Um, He'd be a good God, though. Wouldn't he ever? <laughs> Have awesome. a nice day. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's written 16 short. Don't know why. How much television do you watch? Dunno. Now I watch your favourite program, Left Blank. Have you ever met anyone from another planet? 
Yeah, brackets, Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Daryl. Daryl was real back in the 90s. Would you rather be rich or famous? Oh, good question. What about you, Mr. Barnes? Rich or famous? Oh, I prefer to be rich, I think. No, I'd rather be famous. Would you? Because I think if you're famous, you become rich. Good point. So you can have both. But if you're rich... Who cares? You, you could pay for whatever you want and beam whatever you want. And you could walk down the street and no one gives a shit. Yeah, yeah I'm with you then. Goes both ways. Uh, this person says uh, rich and the other person says famous. What's your next exam? Science. How many years, months and days till you finish school? I don't know. Sean was paying attention. 25. <laughs> um, which superhero powers would you like to have? Not answered. Favourite record, not answered. Least favourite record, not answered. Uh, here we are, the last couple of days of October, which was Mark Stevens from Neighbours, was born in 1971 on the 29th. U2 release October in 1981 on the 30th of October. Mm -hmm. uh, Johnny Marr, born in 1963 on Wednesday the 31st. Now, on the Thursday, the 1st, Mags from Aha uh -huh was born in 1961. And Kylie... Tez, Nadine, M's birthday. Excellent. <laughs> right, I'm not even going to try and giggle that. No, Bobby Dole from Poison was born in 1958. And five days till... Summer? <laughs> no, five days till the athletic carnival. I was obviously excited. Uh, Adam Ant was born in 1954 on the 3rd of November. And rounding out the week... Ralph Macchio, Ralph the Mouth Macchio from Karate Kid, I believe. Mm, you're uh, right. Was born in 1961 on the 4th of November. He's getting on, isn't he? Fucking oath. I tell you what, though, good to see that they put that back on TV because I quite like the old. I am uh, looking forward to the new series. Cobra Kai. It's fun. It's, and it's so much fan service. Yeah. Like, there's oh, no, yeah. they're not even trying to hide the lead there. Well, they reckon now in the new season coming. Mm -hmm. uh, that his enemy or his nemesis in Karate Kid 3, which was a shit movie, mm. is going to come into it. Perfect. I love <laughs> so that. They're just getting everyone. Just getting the band back together. Yeah, fucking get everyone. Now, I have two stories for you. Right. Would you like... Oh, we get choice of order. You Well, well no? you may only have one. I don't know. We'll oh, see okay. what, how it happens. Would you like a protest story oh. or South American news? I know. I love South American news. Yes. I like the sound of a protest story. I know, because there's a lot going on in the world that people are protesting Go about. Go to protest story. Right. Look, if worse comes to worse, I'm certain South American news can actually kick in next week. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Nah. <laughs> Those crazy South, South American Americans. News. Have you right. ever, Mr. Barnes, felt so impassioned about a particular topic that you've decided to find other like-minded individuals and raise up against the machine, fight the man, and decide to do a protest march? I would like to say that I have. Mm, but you haven't. But I haven't. No, okay. I'm not really a, you know, get a group together and go up against the man kind of man. You haven't, like, found a girl who was really passionate about something and gone, yeah, fuck, I'll attend that as well. Okay, right, so, <laughs> so now that's a good reason. I mean, I've done that. Yeah. Like, my wife got really fired up about something and said, we're going, and I went, oh, fucking all right then, <laughs> and really hated it because I'm not a big fan of crowds. Yeah. And just, just disdain for well, it. Well, you wouldn't even, you weren't even a big fan of going to the, um, what's it, the, the red-headed bloody... Yeah, the ginger, the ginger pride, pride rally. Whatever. Yeah. Too many people, um, too yeah, many rangers. you rangers. didn't want to do it. No, but, you know. You wouldn't fit in there well now. Blood one, the, blood all. The dark hair and the mo. No, they wouldn't even recognise me. No. I'd get I'd get asked to leave. They would, you're a pretend ginger. I'd have to drop trowel. So they, <laughs> no, look, I've got a fire crotch. <laughs> fire crotch. I've got a ginge tinge minge. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Blood nut, fan of pants. Yeah. Jaffa jocks. On your dick. Tampon. You yeah. know. Anyway. So, so no. So there was a group. I have not protested. A group either. of activists who hit the streets in force, carrying signs with crude messages as they seek to put an end to their cause. Oh, this is going to be huge, isn't it? It is. Now, obviously, we are in a COVID world. Yep. There's lots of people who are for and lots of people who are against the current vaccines. Mm -hmm. There's uh, travel restrictions. Yep. There's, there's, there's people, stuff going on. There's a lot of people There's a lot of, of anguish and a lot of just... 
People in pain. Exactly. Now, this was mainly men who were protesting this as well. Um, the demonstration took place in Los Angeles and was organised by YouTube stars Chad and JT. I'm oh, sure you're familiar with them. Um, they're huge in my world. Yeah. Activists assembled Chad, in... such a fucking American name. Yes. Big Chad. Now, activists assembled in the area at 10 a.m. last weekend. They didn't say how big the... Uh, Look, I can I can no longer. They paraded the streets, had eye-catching placards mm-hmm. and chanting in unison. I can't read much more of the article without telling you what they were protesting. Right, I'm, I'm going to be blown away by this, I can tell. It's going to be huge. Activists hold a small dong march to end the shaming of tiny penises. A small dong march. It's not the size of the protest. It's what you do with it. Dozens of men have hit the streets for a small dong march to end the so-called shame associated with having an undersized... Is that what it was officially called, the small dong march? It was called the small dong march. Um, (laughs) Some people are... He uses the word dong. American. I've never... Some people are embarrassed to show up. If you have a small dong, the truth will come out. So own the truth. The organisers pleaded whilst promoting the penis protest on Twitter. Activists assembled in the area, although the length and girth of the march was not publicised on lines. Um, oh, the length were, of the protest doesn't matter, Jay. All dongs go to heaven. All dongs. All dongs are equal. And even Jesus had a small dong uh, with some of the placards. Was the person leading the march, was he King Dong? King Dong. <laughs> no, but there was Dong King Kong. <laughs> dong King Kong. There was men dressed up as frankfurters, sausages in buns. Oh, um, I just look. If That's you, a weird thing to protest. If you're not overly endowed, and you felt a little bit uncomfortable about it, do you think you're joining a march? What's the benefit? Like, what's is it, I suppose it's awareness. Don't don't small dick shame Troy. <laughs> I wasn't actually small dick shaming. Don't small just, dick shaming. I wanted to try and understand what the benefit of the protest was. My dong is not a choking hazard, was one of the placards that was there. You know, you've got to look on the upside of certain yep. things. Um, Humour does fix everything. It right? does. Several demonstrators insisted they were simply attending the marches, allies claiming they were actually well endowed. A number of women also hit the streets in support of the cause. How embarrassment. My husband couldn't be here, so I'm attending for him. Oh. One startled passerby uh, recorded footage of the protest and shared it to TikTok. The video featured a pa- passionate participants sh- sh- chanting motion of the ocean as they made their way through the LA streets. This is my kind of movement, one quipped, while the other dryly remarked, people really are protesting anything these days. How many people are in the protest? doesn't say. It is does there, not say. Have you got photos of those? Are a decent crowd? Uh, they've taken I mean, shots to make it look bigger. Three people. Well, the, no, no. I Look, oh, there's one photo here. I reckon there's probably, if that, oh, 100, 100, you know, it's a, it's a gathering. Yeah, um, that works. Men packing eight centimeter penises, <laughs> apparently the threshold for micro penis made an annual income of about $76,780 on average, Sorry, well, according well, to the report. Sorry, state that again. Last year, only by survey yep. found that the biggest earners tend to have the smallest penises. <laughs> so apparently, if your penis is smaller, you will make more. But not only that, but males with 10-centimeter penises oh. were more likely to be promoted. Really? Sleeping their way to the top, probably. <laughs> anyway, I had no so idea. I saw the photo the of you there size and thought would change. <laughs> oh yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great things come in small packages. <laughs> anyway, small dong protest march. When was that? Uh, well, it was published on twenty uh, ninth of October. So, so it's going to be yearly better event. We, we, oh, <laughs> Only a short break in between. Because <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how much that one builds. Yeah. yeah. The more excited they get. Uh, and um, and was there a climax to it all? No, they didn't say. Right. They did not anyone, say. Anyone from the Navy? No. Yeah. Hello, chance? sailor. 
No, but there was a lot of. I was uh, wondering when there might have been some semen. <laughs> oh, it's just going to be dick jokes from now on. Um, so, roadies, before this spirals way out of control. It's not the thong song. It's the dong song. <laughs> dong, 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 dong. <laughs> on that, I am Joe. Oh, I'm Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are.